How safe is your underwater habitat? Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. get talking about underwater habitats often the aesthetic the look is what people normally go for now depending on what your background is you may focus on other areas and that's why we're here so some of the other areas that I think maybe don't get as much attention or don't get talked about as much is the safety and the environmental aspects of putting a structure in the ocean and what that looks like. And real quickly, I, we've talked about this before and different events and stuff along those lines. And we could talk about this for quite a while. And maybe I'll make a longer podcast on just this topic some point in time. But real quick, some of the things that, especially when the safety you're looking for is, you know, you don't just build something and just throw it in the water and expect it to work great. You don't do that on land even. You have protocols you go with um, when you're dealing with Underwater is just like space or anything else. You're going to have redundancies, whether it's a double or even triple redundancies on certain aspects. There are certain things you just can't, you can't have go wrong. And that's, you know, the structural aspects of the thing, um, oxygen, um, electricity, some of the things you can go with for a little bit of time. When we were at Jules Undersea Lodge a couple of years ago, that was one of the things we talked about is, hey, if the power goes out, what happens down here? We went through a long conversation about that, and it's at that depths and stuff like that. There was, there was, it was fine. You know, I'll put it that way without going too deep. It was, it, we were appeased, and it was not a big deal. Um, but that's one of the things you got to look for, uh, especially the deeper you go. That structural pressure hall and how that you look at that comes into play, and how you design around it. What does it look like at that point in time? Because there are certain structures, balls and cylinders that work better than, I say spheres and cylinders, not balls, but spheres and cylinders that look better, work better than say a, a cube or a square or some other format. Um, and they can still work, but you have to reinforce them so much that the cost comes into play. Either way, it's it's all comes into play how you design based on where you're putting it. Um, and so, like I said, then with the the life support, if it goes out, how do you get out? If you have to get out, what is your, what's your emergency response on something along those lines? So these are all different aspects that come into play when you, when you're talking about the, the safety of building a underwater habitat. But then on top of that, then you have the environmental aspect. First off, you're going to be disrupting wherever you put that in the water temporarily. And I want to preface that temporary, that's because that's something we hear a lot about and I've spoke about before is we're not here to destroy the oceans by any means. And in fact, our goal is to enhance them and bring a more awareness to them. So in designing and building underwater habitats, we have to look at that. Some of the things we're looking at is 
you know, restoration of coral around the place to bring more marine life into it to grow your own artificial coral reef right there in front of your habitat. Um, but then that also ties into what do you do with the waste? Human waste has to go somewhere, and whether you're getting that pumped to another location, pumped to a surface support vehicle, or taking care of on-premise, you have to figure out what you're going to do with it. You can't just dump it overboard as raw sewage. That's just not acceptable. There's laws against that. There's regulations against that. So you have to figure that out as well. Um, and once again, it depends on where you're at too. If you're, if you're in the United States, your laws and your laws and regulations are different than, say, you're in, you know, Panama or um, Italy or wherever. So you have to figure out what that is based on where you're going to be building and figure out how that's going to play out as well. And so you look at all those different things, and you. With anything, you're gonna you're gonna build your first couple ones, and you're gonna see, hey, this works, this doesn't work, and you always plan for the best, but you know in your heart of hearts you can do better each time, and that's the whole thing with it. The first one is gonna be ugly. I'm speaking for ASC and for myself. Our first one's gonna be ugly. I know this, but it gets it out there. It teaches us what we do know and what we don't know, and you expand upon it from there. And the next version is better. It's more effective it's more ecologically better for the environment it's more efficient all these things and it's safer and at the end of the day it can look like garbage on the outside but as long as it is safe and it is serving the purpose of getting people into the ocean and getting people aware of what's going on and giving them a place they can sleep or visit or whatever and we are adding back to the environment at the same time i think that it's a it's a win in my book obviously you want something that looks good um, but the external look is the least important aspect i believe in a lot of this if you can have all of them great but that's what that's that's where my take on this is um once again, I'm not a architect, so of course I'm going to say just give me a, a box or give me a, a, a sphere and let's just get this thing going, but I digress. Anyway, in closing on this one, I just want to throw that out there. I want people's feedbacks on that. Is, is when you think of an underwater habitat and you're looking at these things as far as safety and the environmental impact and stuff like that, what are some areas that you feel that we, ASC, we can do better than has been done in the past or what areas should we be looking at and focusing on and in your underwater habitat how would you answer some of these things how would you answer you know waste there's multiple different ways out there there's different companies looking at how to address this how would you handle the emergency response aspect of the thing um and then how would you handle the coral restoration there's a bunch of organizations out there working on that as well so there's there are a bunch of partnerships available here to make this happen, but I want your feedback on this as well. Mm -hmm.